kings and lord of lords my god i exhort you i worship you thank you for the spiritual authority you have given me my god continue raising her continue lifting her my god continue lifting her wherever she is my god i connect my spirit to her spirit may i disappear as you appear may i decrease as you increase take full charge take full control disorganize to reorganize everything my god all the glory and honor goes back onto your name in the mighty name of jesus christ you prayed amen hallelujah can you celebrate jesus like somebody who is fruitful celebrate him somebody you are not celebrating me you are not celebrating your neighbor you are celebrating the king of kings and the lord of lords so can you celebrate him like you know him hallelujah are you all blessed to be in the house of the lord are we all blessed to be in the house of the lord i celebrate the presence of god in this place it is ever powerful and mighty I celebrate my spiritual authority, my mother, wherever she is. May God continue to increase her and use her. I celebrate all the ministers in the household. Amen. I celebrate all the servants, the worshippers, the ushers. You're looking beautiful, worshippers. Amen. I celebrate everybody on social media, wherever you are. In Canada, in America, wherever you are, I celebrate you. I would not be a true daughter of the house if it did not say that I love you so much. I love you all. Thank you so much for making here today. You the VIP of Jesus. If your neighbor did not tell you you are looking good, today I am telling you that you are looking good. Hmm? Turn to your neighbor. Greet your neighbor. Welcome them to the house of the Lord on this day. Wish them a blessed Sunday. Amen. You may take your seats. Thank you, worshippers. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. Are we ready to receive the word of today? Are we ready to receive the word of today? What is the topic of today? I can't hear you. Say it once more. Be like a tree. Hallelujah. Today's word is be like a tree. Let us open our Bibles in the book of Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 8. If we can get it displayed on the TV. We are in the month of fruitfulness. And when we're speaking about fruitfulness, it means we need to bear fruits, right? So where are fruits usually born? They're born on trees, on plantations. Am I right? Today, I'm a teacher, so if I don't hear you, I'm going to move with this mic, and I'm going to give it to you. Hallelujah. Let us read. For he will be nourished like a tree planted by the waters that spread out its roots by the river and will not fear the heat when it comes, but its leaves will be green and moist and it will not be anxious or concerned in a year of drought, nor stop bearing fruit. Hallelujah. May we please all read the word?
Hallelujah. Amen. So usually many of the time as ministers or preachers, we like to begin a word with a definition. Why do we want to begin a word with definition? Is because we want you to understand. Whenever you are defining something, it either means you do not understand what it means, so you want to further the understanding of that thing. So let's find us out what is fruitfulness. We've already been further into this month, and we've even received a word from our prophet last week about fruitfulness, and she gave us two Ps, and there's meant to be three. The first one, what was the first one? Powerful children of daughters and sons of prophetess Shiza. What was the first one? The first P? The second P? I'm only hearing very few people, so it means that when our prophet is preaching, you're not writing, or what is it? The first one is? The second one is? Hallelujah, children of God. So we've already learned further about fruitfulness and the guides and the steps on how to be fruitful. So what is this fruitfulness we are speaking about? There are many definitions of what fruitfulness is, but as a Christian, there are many ways of defining it. One of them is fruitfulness is to have outstanding results in one's assignment or chosen career. How many of us have careers here or are working or have businesses? Raise your hand. So whenever you are doing, you want to make sure that you have outstanding results. There's a difference between having results and having outstanding results. So in whatever you are doing, in whatever career it is, be it a business, be it in a job, you as a Christian should make sure you are fruitful in it to have an outstanding result in it. Another definition of fruitfulness is fruitfulness is having excellent results where others are failing. During COVID, our prophet said that many people may be failing, but as Christians, we shall not fail. That was a time when businesses were plummeting down. It was a time when businesses were not reaching a profit. But as Christians, we don't move with the world. We are kingdom-minded people, meaning we move with the kingdom of God. So therefore, you are to have excellent results where other people are failing. So if people are failing their exams in a sector that is hard, you should not be failing in that area. Am I speaking to somebody? Amen. Another definition is, fruitfulness is to be highly favored where others are struggling. Where others are saying that the boss of the job you are in is too difficult. You should be receiving favor. I decree and declare to somebody right now that wherever you are lacking favor, that wherever you are lacking excellent results, may it be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Another definition, fruitfulness is making progress where others are retrogressing or stagnant. So wherever somebody has been put at a halt, you should not be put at a halt, child of God. Whenever an obstacle is put ahead of you, child of God, you need to speak to that obstacle and you need to say, as a child of God, this is not my portion. You have rights. We were taught about knowing your rights. When you know your rights, you are able to speak to that situation and it will move for you. There's this show I love to watch and it's called Law and Order. 
and it's about um, different cases in the special victim unit. This deals with people who are raped or certain situations. And many of the times, it's good for Americans like to know their rights. They are very aware of their rights. Am I right or am I wrong? If you talk to an American, they say, no, I have freedom of speech. They know their rights, plain, black, and simple. They know it because even if somebody comes to accuse them or they are arrested, they say no. It is stated in the book of the law that this and this is allowed. So just as a Christian, when you are going through an obstacle, on when results are not being excellent or when you are stagnant, you can speak to that situation and you can say no. It is my right in the book of law to prosper. It is my right in the book of the law to be fruitful. You speak to that situation even if people look at you like you are crazy. You say no, this situation, this business, you shall bear fruits for me. This job, you shall bear fruits for me. This marriage, you shall bear fruits for me. Speak to it. Another definition. Fruitfulness is being a vessel of honor rather than a vessel unto dishonor. You are meant to be honorable child of God. You are an honorable creature, honorable creation. You should be honored, refuse to be disrespected. You are not created to be disrespected. Hallelujah. Fruitfulness is not an event. So whenever we are saying that it's a month of fruitfulness, it is not an event. It is not like you wake up in the morning and you dress saying, hey, today it's an event of fruitfulness. No. It is a lifelong pursuit. It does not come in a moment. It is the outgrowth of a continual life of faith and trust in the Lord. It is not found in a single verse of scripture. It is found in the daily pursuit of the whole counsel of God's word. It is the highest, holiest, and most important pursuit of the heart. It is the pursuit of Jesus Christ in his fullness. So it is just not a one second thing. It is a daily doing. A daily walk. There's some things I want you to understand. A. You are created for fruitfulness. Since we are created in God's image, we are to be fruitful. The Lord could have created everything himself, but he chose to create us to work in Tadman with him to bring about the world's potential to participate in his work. Let us open our Bibles in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Are we all there? If you are there, say amen. Hallelujah. And the Bible reads, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. Hallelujah. God created you. And he created you to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. 
So he already gave us whatever was there. But he told us that we are created to be fruitful, to multiply. Can we please celebrate the prophet of the household? <laughs> celebrate her, celebrate her and daddy stand. You can do better. Stop celebrating like you are jealous. Thank you so much, Mama. I celebrate you, my spiritual parents. Thank you so much for being here. You look gorgeous, my prophet. Hallelujah. You are jealous. You are jealous. Because the way you celebrated it is like you are jealous. Hallelujah. Amen. So God created us to be fruitful. When we learned about tips or how or steps on how to be fruitful, our prophet told us about purpose. The second point was purpose. So you need to be able to identify your purpose. There's obviously a global purpose that each individual has been given by God. And then there is an individual purpose. So your first purpose as Christians overall is to be fruitful. Hallelujah. It tells us, and God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Another thing that I want you to understand is that you have been commanded to be fruitful. B, you have been commanded to be fruitful. We are to be fruitful and multiply spiritually. As disciples of Jesus, we are commanded to go out and make disciples. In the New Testament, we are reminded of Jesus telling us to go out and to make disciples. To be fruitful is not only in one area. It is to be fruitful spiritually, physically, emotionally, in every single sector. See, you are blessed to be fruitful. The Lord blessed Adam and Eve. It was God's blessing that gifted them with fruitfulness. The ability to procreate, to reproduce their kind. We too have been blessed by our loving Father to be fruitful in everything we do. D. Commissioned for fruitfulness. We are commissioned for fruitfulness. You can read this in the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 if it can be displayed. God is just not calling us to work. He's calling us to bear fruit in our work. It is one thing to work and it's another thing to see the fruits. Am I right or am I wrong? You can work, sweat everything, blood and sweat, but you may not see the works of your hands. And it reads, for this reason, since the day we heard about it, we have not stopped praying for you, asking specifically that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom, with insight into his purpose and an understanding of spiritual things. You need to be able to see the fruitfulness. E, you are appointed for fruitfulness. John chapter 15 verse 16, if it can be displayed. It was the Lord's choice to give you the amazing privilege to excel and exhibit your fruitfulness. 
You may have experienced rejection in the past, but your heavenly father has chosen you to become his child. Besides choosing you, God has also appointed you for this assignment. You are chosen and appointed. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I have appointed and placed and purposefully planted you so that you would go and bear fruit and keep on bearing and that your fruit will remain and be lasting so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name as my representative, he may give to you. He purposely planted you so that you would go and bear fruit and keep on. So even when you bear fruit once, it doesn't mean it's the end. You need to keep on bearing fruit. F. Redeemed for fruitfulness. You are redeemed for fruitfulness. This can be seen in the book of Romans chapter 7 verse 4. Jesus asks us to go and make disciples of all nations. Serving him empowers us for fruitfulness. Hallelujah. Is somebody getting me? So I want us to look at the progression of fruit-bearing believers. Progression of fruit-bearing believers. Number one, connected but no fruit. The father lifts up off the ground to stimulate fruit. So we understand that when a tree is being planted, a seed is obviously sown for it to grow. But obviously, it can't grow from a low level. So it needs to grow to a certain height for fruit to start being born. So the father lifts up. He lifts us off the ground to stimulate fruit. Number two, fruit. The father prunes that it may bring about more fruit. Three, more fruit. The father deepens connection to bring about much fruit. So once you are lifted off the ground and you grow to a certain level, fruit are produced. And once those fruit are produced, they are pruned for more space, for more fruit. And for more fruit to be born or produced, we need to deepen the connection with our father. And once that much fruit, which is for much fruit, the father answers prayer to bring about lasting fruit. Hallelujah. So once we are connected and we are grown, fruit is born. And once fruit is born, we see that more fruit is produced after that. And once more fruit is produced, much fruit is given. And then after that, we are giving lasting fruit. God's blessings and fruitfulness is not for a moment, but it is forever, child of God. So I want us to see what being like a tree is. First of all, a tree is a fixed thing. Number one, a tree is a fixed thing. Its roots go down deep for stability. That is why you cannot push a tree and it falls, right? You go down and try push a tree. You'll be left embarrassed. It's not going to move. You will move, but it won't move. 
you need certain materials and certain things to cut it off. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with faithfulness. So just like a tree, you need to be fixed in God's word. Don't allow anyone to come and push you. Is somebody getting me? We can see this in the book of Colossians chapter 2 verse 6 to 7. We even see when Paul referred to this quality in his letter to the Ephesians when he said, then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful schemings. You can see this in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14. The believer who truly pleases the heart of God is fixed in his beliefs, in his reverence for the word of God. He is determined to keep his commitments. He knows what he believes and where he is heading. You shall not be moved, child of God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Two, a tree is a growing thing. The psalmist says, it is planted by the river, the place of nourishment. In the Bible, the river is a wonderful metaphor for the spirit of the Lord. The term rivers of water is used often for God's presence and power. A tree is a growing thing. And just like a tree, you need to be a growing thing, child of God. Even when you grow to one level, refuse to stay in that one level. Make sure you are growing. You need to grow every day. And this could be even through the word of God. There are many of the times that our prophet tells us, whenever you are going somewhere, don't be like a cup. Don't be full until the rim, until nothing can be poured. Make sure there's some space for you to get something, to grow. Three, a tree is a living thing. It keeps on developing during the winter and summer. For the one who is rooted in Christ, even the winters of life cannot keep him from constantly stretching upward. Many of the times we see that plants may wither and may fall, but trees still stand. Their leaves may change color from green to brown to yellow, back to green, but it is still there. It is still living during winter, during summer, during autumn and spring. So be living, child of God. Amen. During whatever season you are going through, be living. Even during this month of fruitfulness, be living. Amen. Four, a tree is a beautiful thing. Admired for its stature, especially as it stands alone against the sky, with its branches reaching out to beacon the onlooker, and especially with the artist who stretches with its palette in his hand. In a similar manner, our lives are to be equally attractive, inwardly, so as to draw others to behold the Savior. You are to be beautiful like a tree. Many of the times you can look at a tree and how green its leaves are or how orange or how yellow. Be beautiful. Attract. 
the same way you can attract blessings towards you you can attract your divine helpers be beautiful from the inside until the outside number five a tree is a useful thing a tree is known how to have 800 different benefits after a tree is cut off its benefits to mankind bear things such as homes bridges furniture paper railroads heat musical instruments it leaves provide much need in oxygen and its roots prevent soil erosion so a tree in every aspect is useful and just like you need to be a child of God those who die to self and serve God and others are very useful in ways which are almost beyond description for they draw their nourishment from the one who freely offers his water of life so be like a tree child of God and be useful help others maybe in your helping you can find a divine helper maybe in your helping that is where your blessing is for abundant fruitfulness be useful in the bible it tells us those who don't bear fruit we are so be useful child of god refuse to be cut off six a tree is a thing of refuge a place of safety and security from the forces of nature and predators birds and animals hide under and within its branches in a similar manner our lives can be a source of comfort to troubled and frightened souls so be of refuge to others child of god when you are fruitful don't let it only dwell between yourself help others we see how a prophet helps others to the point where she never lacks be of refuge to others. And the last but not least of the points, a tree is a fruitful thing. Furnishing mankind with sumptuous tastes, be it through its fruits, like pears, apples, whatever it is. Christ calls upon his followers to bear fruit that others may enjoy as well, have a peachy disposition and be plum devoted the Christ fruit is carefully outlined in the scriptures. In character, we can see it in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 22 to 23, if it can be displayed. There are several places where we can see God's fruitfulness in our character, in our conduct, in our converts, and praising God with our own lips and stewardship. So I, the prisoner for the Lord, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. In conduct, we can see it in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 10. As we're waiting for that, we can also write note down Romans chapter 1, verse 13. 
Hallelujah, child of God. So as a tree, you need to make sure that you are fruitful. It is an error for you to stand as a tree and you are not fruitful. If not, you are cut down and what you have is used for whatever else is needed. It says, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, displaying admirable character, moral courage, and personal integrity to fully please him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work and steadily growing in the knowledge of God with deeper faith, clearer insight, and fervent love for his prospects. Hallelujah, child of God. As we are all rising, I want you to understand that you need to be like a tree today, child of God. Bear each and every single thing that it is. Hallelujah, child of God. How many have received the word of today?